This episode of The Sleazy Podcast is brought to you in part by ShopNerdKO.com. That's ShopNerdKO.com. Your home for all things nerdy. Welcome to The Sleazy Podcast. The podcast about anything and everything, but mostly TV and movies. And now it's time to get sleazy. All right. It is time once again for another episode of the Sleazy Podcast. This is episode 76. I'm your host, Sleazy, and tonight I am joined by Mr. PBS. That's me. Hot Sauce is back. Yep. And he's back. Uh, Robzilla. I'm not dead. The graceful manatee has blessed us tonight. Yes, I have. I'm back, bitch. I'm back. And, you know... I told him, I said, if you're going to come back this week, I need a doctor's note. Because, you know, last week he was like, I'm sick and I can't come. At least it's not in my head, right? <laughs> I think it is in your head. Uh, okay, what the fuck ever. It was definitely in his lungs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely in my lungs. <laughs> He's ever here breathing. He had like an asthma thing or some shit that he was breathing in earlier. You missed it. Oh, you yeah. Know? He was like... <sighs> what, you carry yeah. a nebulizer with you? No, I just, it's the medication I was given. The inhaler for my yeah. medication for the bronchitis. Really, they, that's the thing they get. Yeah. So Rob's blood pressure is good. His pulse looks good. I'm uh, glad you read my demographics. No HIPAA violations yeah, here, HIPAA man. We're not disclosing any personal Oxygen saturation. I don't know if that's good or bad or not. Give me a number. 96%. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's fine. He's good, He's fine. yeah. If you're in the yeah. 90s, you're good. Yeah. Your temperature looked good. Uh, rectal or oral? Oral. You know, rectal's more uh, accurate. Yes, yes. I know. I've heard got it. it. You got to get what you need to pay for there. You know, no, right? Right. no temporal scan, no little. No, no, none of that. So, what did they do when when you saw him? Were you like, I'm dying? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what happened. I don't feel good. I don't feel good. Uh, did Tracy you... drive you? No, I was at work because uh, we because we're in that new building and they have the social health wellness. So let's go right downstairs. Did you call the ambulance? Yes, they go down a flight of stairs. I did. Okay. Yes. Yeah, they, he, so they actually have like an office you can just go down to. Yeah. And did yeah. they get you and put you in a wheelchair? I mean, you yeah, do work with doctors. Yes, they do. Gonna need a stretch up on level three. Yeah. yeah. Is it ASAP. that fucking Rob again? They're like he, cubicle seven. Yeah. It, fuck him. He yeah, I've walk. heard him coughing for a week now. Yeah. He, <laughs> he can walk. Did he puke up? Did he puke up his lungs again? What the fuck ever. He's gonna find out that uh, he got all this bacterial bronch or viral bronchitis from all these essential oils. Yeah. Sleazy's, uh, oh. Sleazy HQ or try, something. Trying to set the mood. Yeah, you were seen on Thursday, October 10th, 2019 for the following issues. Yep. Wheezing and expiration and bronchitis. Why can't I make it all dramatic? Because <laughs> it is dramatic. I oh, mean, okay. We almost lost you, Rob. I know. You've got mucus in your lungs, Rob. I know. Mucus in your lungs. Mucus. He was like, I'm dizzy and I don't I'm feel dizzy. good. Dude, I was coughing my fucking head off all night. But were we're you? glad you feel better, though. I'm really. glad. Yeah, I'm glad. it's nice to see you. We actually genuinely missed you. And I actually had a couple people message me today, like at around uh, 4-ish, and they were like, is Rob Zilla coming back tonight? And I want to hear him tomorrow on the show. And I yeah. was like, yes, he will be back tonight. He'll be we'll behind the mic. Yeah, One of them was your fiance because she Probably. didn't let you home tonight. Yeah. <laughs> now, I haven't spoken with her in a while. So, mm-hmm. yes. And then I actually did get a comment. Somebody messaged and they were like, I don't know who Hot Sauce is, but he sounds pretty cool. <laughs> nah, far from it. <laughs> <laughs> far from it. 
Not well, even remotely close. I think so. Isn't it so nice to see the graceful manatee back again? He's even wearing a gray hoodie, too, so he looks like a little manatee back, land. I know. Back, I in, know. back in his spot. Did you guys uh-huh. like that picture I photoshopped of yeah. him on the manatee? It was pretty good. Yeah. I liked it. I was having a hard time blending your face in because like, if I erased it too much, then the manatee's eyes showed up. <laughs> yeah. And Maybe then, you should have left the manatee. Probably have, to get yeah. a, probably have to get a better picture of me and then put it on there. No, that's about as good of a picture as I was going to get. Oh, okay. It was your picture you took with the black power. Well, that's meter. what I mean, yeah. Oh, it you was. Put, okay. You could put that on the Christmas card this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. That'd be great. Rob floating around in a tank in the background. Yeah. Robzilla the Sea hey, I like that. Let's do Looking that. Looking like Sea Man, the yeah. old Sega Genesis game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, Mike and I, uh, Hot Sauce and I, I should say, we go back and forth every month of who should be the Instagram hottie of the month. Yeah, because Rob's and scared. And get, no one else nah. browses Instagram like we do, nah. besides people that, you know, talk to us that aren't on the show, obviously. Right. But uh, uh, my uh, Hot Sauce was very content on this month's, and, uh, you know, I threw I out a couple. I was very adamant on who this was going to be. I threw out, I threw out a, a bunch of uh, suggestions, and he was like, no, 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 no. Fuck no, we're going to do this one. And I said, That's you know, right. yeah, I came to my sense. I said, it's fucking October, man. You're right. It's it's uh it's the Halloween month. Gotta do some spooky ladies. Yep. Elvira is our Instagram October yes, hottie of the month. I agree. Yep. So, and if you guys haven't seen Elvira, Elvira is still smoking. She's like almost 70. And she's Cassandra hot. Peterson. Yes. How old is so how old is she? Uh, I don't yeah. know how she's old she is. She was one of my crushes when we talked about like uh childhood crushes. When uh, we were down in uh, Cassandra Louis- Peterson is 68 years old. She just Woo. turned 68. I never seen a finer 70 year old woman. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were down in Louisville Comic Con. Have, have you been browsing the Our, Teen, Our Time? Uh- All right. <laughs> the oldies only. <laughs> oldies what was that? only. Five years ago, we were down there. Yeah, something for Matt like Smith. Yeah. She does. And she does quite a few. She things. walked right past us, and I, I think we were both kind of like, "Holy shit, she's hot." Yeah. Because she wasn't in like her Elvira outfit, she was just in like a, a you sweater just wearing and like jeans. jeans and a shirt. And yeah, yeah. So her normal everyday. All that up. makeup, I did red s- hair. I did see her at uh, Horror Hound Columbus years ago, and she had uh, her Elvira shit on, getting on an elevator, and I was like, man, she's hot, still hot. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if I think she's kind of cut back on doing like the full get up. Sometimes I think yeah. she still does it here and there, but. Maybe not as much as she used to. That's like her her Sunday like pay extra for a photo op thing, probably. Oh, really? Get that money. The pro yeah. photo. And we know it was your childhood crush, Rob Zilla. Yeah. We should uh if she ever comes to Columbus again, we'll have to get like a meet and greet for you. Yeah. Why it'll not? be it'll, we'll all chip in. We can watch you get your picture taken, see if you get a giant boner <laughs> next to <laughs> her. <laughs> <laughs> the photographer's like, hold on, let me zoom in so we can cut that out. <laughs> yes. Spirits rising. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, um, are you happy to be back, Rob Zilla? Yeah, I'm very happy. Okay. It's very fun. I'm it. just happy to be alive. Yeah. Yeah. And you're breathing okay? Yeah. Okay. And I mean, you're very, I mean, you, you're obviously, your heart's okay to take that news for the Instagram hottie of the month. Yeah, no, I, I didn't die, so we're all right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay, so let's go ahead and just get into our horror roundtable because this will probably take a little bit of time. <laughs> I mean, all the shit I think we've all been crushing here lately. I think maybe you start with hot sauce because with the last. Yeah, he's Why ready do I to go. Yeah. go first. 
Because you've been watching. You got to catch up from last week too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see if I can pull this up here real quick. Uh, let's see. I've tried to watch a movie almost every day this week. There was a couple that I couldn't really get into too much. Um. Let's see. I have watched in the last. Jesus. Let's see. In the last week. Let's see. On the twelfth, I did El Camino. Which we'll talk about that later, right? Or no? Maybe. Well, it's not. Did you? What horror movies did you? Watch? Oh, horror movies only. Um, yeah. In the Tall Grass. That was a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Train to Busan or Busan. That oh, was another that's a suggestion. Great movie. Great. The Ritual. Um, What'd you think of that? The Ritual. I liked yeah. it. That was good. That was very good. Um, kind of, kind of, kind of weird, mm-hmm. but it wasn't weird in a bad way because mm-hmm. you see like the god or whatever they call it the. Yeah. Like the bastard guy, deer with the antlers and the hands and the giant. Like it was weird, but I enjoyed it. So you were real big on the ritual, weren't you, Mister PBS? Uh, I think I recommended that one. I'm not. I wasn't super super big on it, but I, I liked that one. I caught it on Netflix. I think it came out last year, maybe. It's yeah. a 2017 movie. So the year before that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, I'm, as I, as I get older, I'm kind of like less into like the stabby horror, you know, yeah. especially around like Halloween time. I still watch, you know. I'm all about slashers, dude. If well, I, I like a nice, like supernatural, you know, something a little, you know, where you can get like crazy images and that kind of things. Well, I had images. that discussion with my wife. There are horror movies, and then there are scary movies. Yeah. I'm more inclined to like a scary movie than a horror movie because mm-hmm. a horror movie, I feel like all they want to do is just like blood and guts and gore and how vulgar can we make this and just terrify people. And I mean, it's a movie, so it's not going to terrify yeah. them, but just the shock value. Yeah, yeah, that's more horror. Um, let's see. I watched Hush, which I thought was very good. Hush I really is enjoyed great. Hush. Hush is an awesome movie. Yeah. I really enjoyed Hush. That's like the best. It's like the highest ranked movie on Netflix, I want to say. Is it really? Yeah, it's one of the highest ranked movies they have. Hey, but can I say I had a fucking problem with it? Sure. <laughs> Why do you just break the fucking window? Right? Like, I mean, I get it. Like, that's the whole suspense of him and, you know, being there. And is he going to come in? Is he not going to? Just break the fucking window, dude. She he, can't hear you. He, he, he likes the <laughs> he hunt. He want to. You know, he wants the hunt, the thrill of it. Yeah, he but wanted Jesus to play with her. Christ, yeah. man. I mean, you played with her. Now go get her. It's done. Yeah. It's the the done. bigger question I have is who moves out to the middle of nowhere and doesn't at least like have a gun in the house? Some kind of, you know, weapon. you're right about that, yeah. especially something. out. If you move out there, you got to have a, a, a even if a it's just some kind some of sort. rifle or something, you know? yeah. Especially just in case she had there's a cat, a, though, bitch. <laughs> she yeah, I mean, bitch the cat. out there, you could deal with bears and yeah. wildcats, stuff like that. You need a gun if you're going to live out that way. Um, yeah, uh, continuing my list, Starfish, which I did not finish, just a little bit too odd for me. Um, Brightburn, and then. I started Hereditary last night, and I'll have to finish that tonight. I enjoyed Brightburn, too. Brightburn is Brightburn fucking was amazing. Damn good. I got to watch that. <laughs> nah, I can't talk about it. Go ahead. I don't care. What, 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 what did I'll he still say? watch it. He said, I got to watch that. I still, still. got to watch that. Brightburn? Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck him, dude. I haven't I'll watched watch it either, it. You haven't watched it yet? Nah. No. It's, it, I felt like it was going really slow. Because it's supposed to be like the anti-Superman, like the other side of a Superman tale, you know, the alien, the lands on Earth. But when you see how they play it out and what really happens, it's not like a Superman story. This kid stays a kid. Mm. He doesn't grow up. There's not like, 
We don't have a lifetime put to put into a movie. We only have, you know, 10 years of his life or 12 years of his life. So it's it's I felt like it was going too slow and I'm like, man, there's no fucking way they're going to be able to wrap this up. But the way they play it out, it, it's totally fine. Totally it, fine. It was fucking brutal. Yeah, it oh, has yeah. some brutal deaths in it. Oh yeah, very good. Very good movie. I really enjoyed that one. But I I come back to that that uh the Korean zombie trained to Busan or whatever. That was very good. Yeah. yeah. I really it's enjoyed an excellent that. film. I think they keep talking about remaking it. No really? in, in, in an American version? Oh. Yeah. Uh, how would you why would you remake it though? I mean Cuz that's cuz people don't like watching movies with subtitles or dubs or something. Yeah, but what? you know I don't, but I didn't mind that. I really did. What's didn't. uh what's the one zombie thing? Uh, it's Dead Set. It's actually on Netflix. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that but is. But it's a British zombie uh mini it was uh, sort series. of a series. It's it's almost basically like a long It was movie. just a five-part series. Oh, okay. And uh, it's, it's like a bunch of people in like a Big Brother house. Big Brother house. During a zombie there's a, apocalypse. There, yeah, there's a zombie apocalypse going on outside, but they have no idea. And then it slowly kind of you know leaks in. I've seen pieces mm. of it before. It's, I've got it saved on my Netflix. I, I, yeah, I watched it about, well, I don't Netflix? know, 10 years ago. My Netflix. Your profile. <laughs> your, your, yeah, your, your, your profile on my Netflix. Your profile. That's tell him, okay. tell him, Rob Zilla. Okay. Don't take it's, that it's shit all, from him. It's all him. love. It's all love. It's all right. It's him. If it's somebody else I didn't like, I'd be you no, know. I'm, I'm, gonna, shit. I'm gonna need some more suggestions though for shit to watch. You left, you left one off your list though. Which one? Autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh shit! I did, didn't I? That one was good too. I really enjoyed that one. That I, one was. I, very need, good. I need to rewatch that one. I haven't watched it since last year, but I, I like that one a lot. Well, shit! I wa- I forgot the other one I watched too. Um, shit! Not in the tall grass. What was the other Netflix one? Um, the the the. the, the you know what I'm talking about. Was it 1922? The one yeah, he suggested to? Yeah, 1922. Did you watch Yeah, I watched that too. Yeah, I watched that house. I don't get why he had to fucking talk like that. that was, I, I, I know why much. he did it, but it was, it was, it was, it was too much. It's overkill. It's my wife's too. house. I, I, like, yeah. I like some authenticity, but he could have died. He didn't have back. to be so oh. gritty about it. He was a little too gritty. Almost hard to understand at times. Yeah. Yeah, it, was, it was a little bit much. Well, I'm moving to the city. Was he like an intelligent sling blade? Is that what he sounded like? He just had like it was like it was, it was meant to be like a thick, yeah. Missouri, he had just some an grit old, gritty, down home country ass nineteen twenty two. Okay, so farmer boy. So yeah. how was Autopsy of uh, Jane Doe? I mean, I've been I've seen it a couple times, and I'm almost clicked on watching it, but I haven't. I really liked it. I thought really yeah, really was, liked it. Really enjoyed it. So it's, does it fall in line with scary movie or horror movie? It's a scary movie. Okay, yeah. It's it's not. There is some a lot blood of and jump jump screens. And there, stuff like there's that. some jump scares to it. There's a little bit of blood and gore to it, but it's like blood and gore in context. Yeah, it's that's, not that's just... the funny thing because it's like because they're they're doing an autopsy of somebody right. trying to figure right. out what happened, and yeah. they, they kind of do the autopsy. Weird things start happening. Some they, supernatural shit yeah, starts yeah. happening, yeah. and like the the autopsy scenes aren't gore. They make you a little uncomfortable, you know. Because I always say there's like two types of gore. There's that very like precise, almost surgical kind of gore. And then there's like the way over the top stuff. You know, the over yeah. the top, top stuff doesn't bother me at all, really, because it's like, okay, that's ridiculous. But that surgical, precise stuff can kind of get to me. But like he said, it's, it's very much in context. It's not out of place at all. It's not It's not there just to be there to make blood, scary movie, oh my God. It's it's It has a purpose. It's part of the scene because of what they're doing. You're in a morgue setting. You've got other bodies. You've got somebody that had a lymphoma, you know, died from cancer. There's different. 
there's different things so that gore doesn't like take away or okay. over the top or anything. It's it's a very good movie though. And it, it's mostly uh, just Emil Hirsch and uh, Brian Cox. You know, two really good actors. That's the same guy who. It's direct- simple. Yeah, it's yeah. very simple. Very simple scene. Very simple. I mean, it it all takes place inside this fucking morgue for the most part. I'd say what ninety nine percent of it. You got a couple Maybe outside like, scenes yeah, and that's at the it. beginning and end or something. That mm-hmm. sounds awesome. I'm gonna have to check it out. I, I definitely recommend it. It's the same guy who directed the um, uh, the recent scary stories to tell in the dark or whatever. Okay, and I think he's got a couple other movies too. But that was- I heard that bombed. <clears throat> uh, I thought. People liked it. Yeah, was in it, general. I don't know if it made a bunch of money or anything. Was it but, Guillermo del Toro? No, no, it was okay. uh, like Andre Oval or something. Uh, like, like I don't remember his name. Yeah, no, it's that, that was. I, I, I like that one. Fuck, I watched a ton of shit then. Didn't and, I? And, Jesus. You, and you left you another one off your list. Which one? Last Shift. Shit, damn it! I forgot all kinds of shit, dude. I'm watching so much <laughs> shit. Like I'm watching shit almost every. I've watched something almost every day for the last two weeks. Mm. I liked The Last Shift, too. That's another one. Kind of yeah. simple. Yeah. It all takes place in a police station. You've watched it, haven't you? The Last Shift? I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, oh, Muzz, wow. Muzz recommended that one like a couple years ago. I think you might have watched it at some point. It's a it's a rookie cop, her first day on the job, and they put her in an old police station that's closed down to kind of just keep the building under control until the guys come to clean out the bio waste from the, uh, from the uh, evidence room, evidence what locker. What was it on? I mean, what did you? Okay. <laughs> I don't remember what I watched it okay. on. Honestly, okay, I don't remember what so I watched. So I'm gonna have it on. to rent it. Okay, I watched it on a streaming service. I, know, I don't remember which one. I know though. you can rent it on Amazon Prime for like four bucks or something. Yeah, okay. But I think the guy who directed that's done quite a few movies too. But I really like that one. Like you said, nice and simple. And yeah, because I mean that's one thing I do like that you can do a good movie and it's not got all these overly elaborate scenes like. You know, with the um, with 1922, you know, you got a lot of different shit going on. But these were like, I mean, they happen in a building. You know, it happens in a police station. She's in a police station. She's a rookie cop. They said, hey, we transferred all the 911 lines over to the new station. All you got to do is just fucking sit here till the biohazard guys come to clean out the evidence locker and you can go the fuck on. That's it. And so, that's you know, there's, there's a lot of enough. I kind of like that genre of somebody's in the, the old building that's about to be shut down or whatever. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a lot of like. Assault on Precinct 13, same kind of concept in a way. So I, I always kind of enjoy it. Like I said, it's, it's simple enough that you can kind of put all the money on screen. You only spend your, so much money on one location for the most yeah. part. You know? So I, I kind of like those that little genre of the small movie like that. Damn, I did so, watch a bunch of shit. Any, anything, anything, anything else I forgot? Yeah. Apparently I'm forgetting it all. Kyle's got everything. I think, I think that was the big. Well, because I recommended like half those. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm on the. I'm very some, happy. I need some enjoyed more. Them, you know? Every one of them. I enjoyed every one of them. I, I, last shift, uh, like autopsy. Just, tall, tall grass was okay. Right? Tall grass was okay. Yeah, but I enjoyed it more than 1922. Oh I yeah, think. 1922 was kind of a mess. Yeah, tall grass was. Yeah, I, I I told somebody it's like there's a better movie in 1922 than 1922. I think. Well, yeah. Rob Zilla, the graceful manatee, has a fucking notebook out, so he's no. ready to roll through his list. Well, no, I just wrote it down so I wouldn't forget, but I did watch uh, Into the Tall Grass. It was all right. I just didn't really get into it. Um, I didn't watch nothing really new. I just watched more of the classics right now, but I watched the original Halloween. Still love it. Um, I watched Pumpkinhead. Mm, I didn't realize Pumpkinhead. That, yeah. <laughs> I did not realize they made like four or five. Oh, yeah. I remember watching, oh, yeah. the, I remember watching the first and second one, Blood Wings, but... Pumpkinhead, um, I used to think that was the scariest shit when I was a little kid. It's, it's, I mean, that's that's a good one. Lance yeah. Hendrickson, you know that that kind of folklore. He goes to see like the the old woman in the cabin. Yeah, right. Yeah, and plus it's a demon, and I would say probably the costume was so terrifying. Oh, yeah. and it was done really well too. Yeah, oh yeah. At that time, um, 
I actually have been watching American Horror Story 1984, so I'm actually caught up on that. It's it's fantastic. So probably recommended that one yet. Um, last night I watched, end up watching Ghost Ship. It was okay. Ghost Ship. Ghost Ship is okay. I fucking love. It was Ghost the beginning Ship. scene was the best. Is that part. the one where they all get cut by the wire? Yeah, yes. that was great. I that love was great. Ghost Ship. Um, I actually love this. I movie. don't know if I've ever seen it all the way through. I've really, I've got I watched it on it TV through. a bunch. It's I don't know so, if I've seen it's it. It's been so long since I've seen it. And it was is that the one with Treat Williams? There was a couple no, movies it's that Deep Rising. You're thinking of Deep okay. Rising when they had the creature. Right, right. Yeah. Well, there was a couple movies just like that. You know, so that I always think Treat Williams was in Ghost Ship. Right. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's one of my favorite movies. I yeah, one of my Ghost favorite Ship. movies. I enjoy it a lot. I always watch every time it's on. Thirteen Ghosts. You know that uh, people talk about that a lot nowadays, and it kind of gets a lot of the posts are it's not as bad as everybody says. And I, I remember going to see that one in in the theater and thinking it was you know pretty. Who's in I liked it. Um, it's like Tony Shalhoub is like a dad, and it's yeah. got um, Matthew got, Lillard. Who's the girl from American Pie in the bedroom? Shannon Elizabeth. Shannon Elizabeth. Uh, Matthew okay. Lillard. And they like Tony Shalhoub's. Uh, who's who's the uncle? Who's like the, the the one killer from the original Scream is in it? Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah? yeah? Okay. Who's 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 the uncle who's dead? Oh, they go it, to the house. Yeah, it's a his. ghost man. <laughs> yeah. They go to the house, and the house has the the the. The dead uncle leaves. I don't him a house. know if I've ever seen Thirteen Ghosts. It's great. The dead uncle like leaves it. them a yeah, house. They, they put on like, uh, and like they have to goggles. go to the house, to, and they have to wear these goggles to see the ghosts. I forget what they're supposed to do in the house if they're just supposed to stay the night. Huh. But the idea is, uh, as they spend the night, they uh, end up letting the ghosts out. I'll have to look for that. It, 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 I know the name. I'm it, very. I, it's got to be like late '90s, early 2000s. It's 2001. Yeah, it's 2001. Yeah. But uh, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. It was let me see. Directed here. by Steve Beck. F. Murray. F. Abraham. Murray Abraham. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's playing a bunch of movies too. Oh, yeah. Everybody loves F. Murray. <clears throat> but I really enjoyed that. I thought it was. Great. I haven't watched that one in a long time. But I just watched I, it last I've night. I've always, I've always thought well, that one was kind of well. Know, plus, fun. all the ghosts had a backstory to it. Oh yeah, yeah. that's what I liked about it. It was. I, really I can't remember if I keep seeing articles about they need to. They want to remake that one or do a sequel or something. I remember people were saying they want to see like the backstories told about yeah. each of the ghosts because it's, it's actually it's, it's a remake of a I don't know, like a 1960s version where they had like the same uh, same kind of gimmick. You could go to that one mm-hmm. and they gave you like 3D glasses with like a red and a blue, and if you wanted to see the ghosts, you could watch out of one side, and if you were too scared to see the ghosts, you watch out of the other side of the glasses or something. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it was really really gimmicky. I guess they said it didn't work. You saw the ghosts either way, but. Oh, it still sounds pretty cool, though. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh, I, I I thought that was a fun one. I don't, uh, know, I don't know if it's good. Like I said, I haven't watched it all, but it, well, it was I always fun. enjoyed it because I think at that time it was different. It was really different at that time. Dude, I'm reading it. I'm reading the little synopsis for the movie, and it sounds familiar, right? A crystal glass house like yeah. that sounds so. It, familiar And it's got to scripture me. on it to where the ghost can't go into a certain room because that scripture is on the glass. That's, like the rooms change a little bit. Yeah, yeah that sounds really familiar to me. Now that I read a glass and house, like the, that it, really and then stands out. I think what it shifts, and then each time it shifts, they let a ghost out in alphabetical order or like yeah. numerical order. Yeah. Um, I end up watching uh, Halloween Six on AMC. I end up buying buying the um, Halloween Six um, production uh, producers cut, which I didn't know it was out, but I knew they had it. Um, but I believe Mr. PS has had Mr. PBS has had it for a while, so yeah. so I definitely want to check worth, that out. Worth checking out. Yeah, absolutely. You're a Halloween fan. Yeah, absolutely. Paul um, Rudd, you know. <laughs> Paul, yeah, Paul Rudd, young Paul Rudd. Um, I watched another one. It was not really scary, but it was just a kind of dark movie. But Lords of Chaos. Um, it's basically get into your Scandinavian death metal or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically about the um, Norwegian death metal band called Mayhem and uh, you know 
their life and didn't they, didn't couple, the didn't the lead singer like burn down a church or something? Well, he, yeah, the least. Well, he was actually the bass player. He was a yeah bass player. He actually burned down three churches. They had intentionally, a least, like for real. Yeah, yeah. they're like Said, fuck them churches. Yeah, they were like you know the, the Scandinavian death metal guys. They don't mess around. Yeah, no, no, it's not. And they, they had a lead singer who did they, he kill somebody? No, his name was called Dead, the first lead singer. But he, I guess he almost died when he was a kid. But he was like he would like he hated cats. He would hang them in his room. He would Jesus like Christ. he would smell like dead animals before you go on stage. He would cut himself on stage. It turn and it's the most graphic thing I've ever seen. But he he he, he ends up killing himself. Mm. He decides he cuts his wrist, cuts his throat. He writes a note to his band members, and then he blows his head off with a shotgun. When you absolutely have to get the job done, yeah, it's just it's horrific. So. It was really interesting. It's a true story, so I'm interested in maybe reading the book. Was it was it a kind of documentary? Or was it dramatized? It, it's it's a movie, but it's kind of dramatized too as well. And then like they have a couple death scenes in it, like stabbings. It's horrific. Because I thought I thought they it's ma- horrific, it's horrific. It is. Because <laughs> I thought I think I thought they made one movie that was like that, and then they actually made like a real documentary. I think they might probably made the documentary. I can't. I couldn't remember which is which. Yeah, the Lords of Chaos is actually the movie. Um, and I up watching it's. Kind of not really like a scary movie, but it's more like shock value. But I saw the devil. That's probably like the shitty movie. So it basically this guy's a serial killer. He ends up killing this. That's a, a Korean one, right? Yeah. So uh, he ends up killing this woman, and then her husband, who's an FBI agent, actually finds out and finds him within the first fifteen minutes or twenty minutes of the movie. So he kicks the shit out of him, but after that he he lets him go and he like hunts him down and like tortures him through like the entire most of the movie. Hmm. I think, so I, I, think really I watched weird. that one last year. It's yeah, kinda, if you're into the Korean movies, you'll, you'll yeah. like that one. I think. It's yeah, it's pretty graphic too. But I mean, it wasn't bad. But that's probably like the shittiest movie I probably watched. So it sounds like it. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's it. So far, that's so. it. That's yeah. it. All right, we're gonna move on to Mr. PBS. I didn't. I didn't really watch a whole lot this week. Kind of a crappy work. Week. You, I, had I to, get, you had to work, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't get much. I'll, I'll catch up later. Uh, but I watched. Um, I watched an old one called Trilogy of Terror. It was a, like a seventies made for TV movie. Yeah, that sounds bad. Yeah, uh, it really does. It's it's one of those that just sounds bad. It's one of those ones that's been on the list for a while. It's got kind of like a cult following. It's basically like uh, it's an anthology made for TV movie. And it's got Karen Black and she stars in like three segments. And the, all three segments were written by Richard Matheson, who wrote uh, I Am Legend and mm-hmm. and uh, What Dreams May Come and all that. And he wrote like you know episodes for TV and Twilight Zone and all that. And the the, the most famous one is one where like she gets like a a Zuni tribal doll or whatever, and it tries to kill her in her apartment. <laughs> and they're it's just it's just okay, but I doubt it, unless you're like a completist. Of all these horror movies, you probably can skip that one. I remember that one. Yeah, it, it I just yeah. they were all kind of you can you can watch them and you can tell. I bet this was better as a short story than as an actual segment of a show. So if you want to skip that one, go ahead and skip that one. I won't. I don't think I'll, I'll falter for that one. Uh, I did watch Hush. I hadn't watched that before, but it's uh-huh. been on my list for a long time. I, I it was pretty solid for the most part. Yeah. It was. It's the same guy did um, uh, the Haunting of Hill House. Okay. and some other movies. So. I, you know, not not very jump scary. There's yeah. some, but it's more kind of like the psychological stuff like that. So that was that, that was pretty solid. I enjoyed Hush. I really did. That was one that I was kind of going into it, going, man, I don't know, like maybe, uh, and it was fine. I enjoyed it. I was I was worried about the pacing, just because you know it's you know a guy 
you know, he's going to break the fucking window, <laughs> go in and get her to movies over like, a half hour later. Like, See you. That was sweet. Yeah. And it's uh, kind of like, okay, you know, you got to, you got to do a lot to keep those kind of movies working, but it's like a 90, it wasn't even 90 minutes, no. like an 80 some minute yep. movie. So it, it did pretty well. So they, they did a good job with that movie. I, I, I recommend that one. The, uh, the, t- I, I did my annual, uh, Fred Decker double feature, which is a uh, night of the creeps and monster squad. It's like two of my all time favorites. I'll, I'll rewatch them every year. Uh, Scream Factory put out a new Blu-ray recently with like the, the director's cut and the theatrical cut and a bunch of new extras for Night of the Creeps, <clears throat> which is uh, if you've seen Slither, you kind of know the basic plot. Like an alien releases like slugs and mm-hmm. like the slugs infect people and they turn into kind of like zombies. And when they die, their heads explode and more <laughs> more slugs nice. come flying out. All right. And uh, so, you know, it's an 80s, you know, not it was his, it was his first movie, I believe. So it's not not. Totally polished, you know, but it was, it was pretty good. I, I recommend that one. And then Night um, Monster Squad is one of my favorites. You know, all the all the classic Universal monsters show up: Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman, uh, Gilman, the Mummy. He's a Universal Universal man. monster guy. Oh, I know, I know. He was excited last week talking about creature it too. of the Black Lagoon. Yeah, 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 the Gilman. And you know, the uh, there's an amulet, and Dracula needs to find the amulet that opens up a portal every 100 years or whatever. <clears throat> and the only only people to stop him is a group of scrappy young youths who have, who have a scrappy young youths. he's got the back of the dvd re- re- yeah, memorized who have scrappy young youths you know and they have their monster club and all that and that's that's just one of my childhood favorites that's a nice that's a quick like 80 minute movie pretty much that's my mom's was my mom's like favorite uh-huh. one yeah and plus the i remember hearing shane black wanted to do a sequel to it too he he wanted to do it, but I, don't I think, think that's they happen. they threatened for a long time to do like a remake sequel or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm glad they have that. That was one of those. It's it's like it's really cult classic. You know, it's it's 80s. Kind of like everybody refers to it as like a Goonies horror movie, mm-hmm. even though it's not quite right, but it, it's close. So so I always enjoyed that one. Fred Decker did. Uh, uh, he he like wrote the first uh, episode of Tales for the Crypt, Tales from the Crypt, and he wrote and directed some more of those. He did. Uh, he did a uh, RoboCop three, which I know is everybody's favorite. No, yeah, yeah. they they re- they recently re released that one too. Awful. And he he's like, yeah, I, I take all the blame for that one, but <laughs> you can't really blame the guy because he tried to make a PG thirteen RoboCop movie. Nobody can't nobody do it. That. No. Nobody wants to see it. And you can't do it. Uh, yeah, that's right. So, so pour pour him on that one. But I, I love my I love my Fred Decker movies. <clears throat> that's all I got for the week. Like I said, uh. I'm gonna I'm gonna hopefully catch up next week. I'll get some more going next week. I got some box sets. I'm 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 kind of uh, I'm always checking what you're watching because I'm trying to add in some newer movies too. Uh-huh. I got I got plenty of older movies to rewatch and watch for the first time, but try to keep up on some of the. How do you too. keep track of what you've watched? I just I put it on Facebook or something. He's, oh. You know he's got a giant whiteboard at home that he just. You know I'm, I'm mostly I'm Notebooks. mostly. A, I'm no mostly books. a physical media guy, right? So I've got I can just look and see what I've gotten, what I've watched usually. No I've got, he's got a watch pile and he's got pile. notebooks yeah. and notebooks and notebooks and notebooks. Like you know, on seven, they got the notebooks with all the writings in it. Right. He's just got notebooks piled up in the corner, watched and unwatched. He's, uh, he writes a piece of masking tape and tapes it across to just as watched. I thought October about twenty eighteen before, before uh, you know they got like letterbox, which is like that's what I use, and I've been trying to really keep up with that and update it as I. That's why I was using that for my list of what I've watched is because I. I was logging that I was watching stuff, but I wasn't using the diary feature, so I wasn't logging it by date. Yeah. So I had watched those other ones and logged them, but I didn't log them by date. So as you're like, you forgot that one? I'm like, fuck. I don't remember what day I watched so, it. So Can't what is this at? Letterboxd. Letterboxd. Yeah. Letterboxd.com. And does it, have an, it has an app, right? Yeah, that's what I'm, that, I mean, that's what I use is the app. Yeah, you go there, you can write, you watch the movie, you can write a little review, you can write some star, you know, five stars or whatever it is. 
You can you've got like you can click on an actor's name once you find a movie and it'll show you everything they've okay. done and then like you can just click on the the thing and you can add you can add that you've watched it, you can rate it, you can write a review, you can do a lot, you can add it to a watch list of stuff that you want to see. Um you can search by different actors, actresses. That's awesome. I'm going to have to download that. Yeah, and I I keep I've tried to really keep track with what I've watched so far, mm-hmm. just so I can say, okay, what about this? Or yeah, I watched that, and it's it's really helped a lot. But obviously, I didn't do some by the <laughs> yeah. day by the diary. And if you if you use the diary feature, it'll actually show you. I can show you here real quick. Like when you go to your profile, if you go to your profile and then you go to your diary, shit. If I didn't close the app down, popular. And go to my activity, and it'll show you like your friends, what you've watched, and what oh, you've rated. Okay. You can log a lot of different stuff that, with that, it. That, that just seemed really cool. Yeah, I, some some people I leave like a little like, oh, I didn't like it. Oh, I liked it, and some people do like an in depth review. Mm. That's kind of where I go to if I watch like a newer movie or maybe a lesser known movie. If I want to get like just what some people's vibe on it is, you know. And and they're not like critic reviews either. You know, it's just like quick little, you know, a half a paragraph. I like the naked chick in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Solid. exactly. Solid. Yeah, it's like if you click diary, it shows my diary by date, what I've watched. That's awesome. So okay. That's, that's me for the week. All right. So uh, I took the day off Monday after working the Cincinnati Toy Show. I was all by myself all weekend. So Damn. Mm-hmm. Loaded up the whole van and everything, and I pretty much did the whole set and... I actually, uh, Muzz came over and he built the grid wall and, uh, you know, straightened up a little bit of the cases. But yeah, I rocked it all out this weekend without my I'll have man. To, I'll have to come down and try my hand at some sales. Yeah. Now that I got a little sales experience from my fiery food event a couple weeks you ago. Should. Yeah. You should. I'll have to do some sales. Then people are like, Can you take $5 for this? Fuck out of here. Then you're going to hear that Dude, from Hot Sauce. Fuck out of here. Be wheeling and dealing, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Mike was like, no, get the fuck out of here. Wheeling and dealing, baby. Uh, so. I took Monday off, and when I woke up, I turned AMC up right on, and they had Halloween playing, but they play their shit like out of order, and then they'll yeah. play like three in order. Yeah. It makes no they'll, sense they'll, to they'll me. They'll play them backwards or something. Like they played uh, Halloween Resurrection and then H2O. And I was like, well, I'm going to just go back to sleep. <laughs> and then I woke up right at the beginning of Halloween 4, and they played Halloween 4, 5, and 6 in a row. And I'm like, okay. So I watched Halloween 4 and 5. And that's the one with Rob Zilla's girl, Daniel Harris. Yeah, buddy. He loves... Uh, dude, she was taller than him in the picture. <laughs> what? That they took together. Really? Oh, shit. I'm pretty sure she was. No. No. <laughs> no. Stubby. Don't lie. I'll go get that fucking photo because I got it, so... I, I think we're going to look it up on look Facebook. Look it up. But yeah, I, uh, everybody talks shit about the, the four and five and then six. I don't mind them so much. I mean, they're okay to watch. One of them's... Kind of worse than the other. I, I always forget which one it is. But I, I, I want to say five is. Yeah, but I, I always enjoy joy kind of because because four and five go together as sequels. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah. they so, do. Yeah. I, and I mean, they get they they five picks up right where four ended, and you could tell like they weren't sure if they were gonna get a fifth one, and they did. So they were like, oh shit, we've got to uh, figure out how to. You know, Michael was alive. Yeah. yeah. After they fucking threw grenades and dynamites down into the, he into crawls the out into the fucking river. Yeah, he blo- it blows him out into the river, and then he ends up uh, finding his way to a, a abandoned cabin. Well, not an abandoned cabin. Some old homeless guys living mm-hmm. there or whatever. Was it like sleeping for like a whole year or some shit, like in a coma? It seems <laughs> That's kind like, of what they make it seem. Like. Yeah. I mean, How I don't can know. we save this? Let's see yeah. here. Well, I actually hated Resurrection. Like uh, the whole Buster Rhyme things ruined it for me. And the here, whole, here's here's that one was was bad. Here's yeah. my 
like if I could go back in time, because Resurrection's the one where they're in the house and like people are going to spend the night in Michael Myers' house. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the they've live got, feed. And they've got, yeah, it's supposed to be like a live internet thing where they've got like the camera set up in the house. So what if you go back in time and do that as like a found footage movie? It would have been like one of the first major found footage movies. I think they should have done it that way, and it would have been a lot more. Yeah, you could have uh, you could have hid the not good things under right. the fact that it was kind of like a found footage movie. Yeah. I think I know, that would have been a lot better. I know they were trying to do that with the new Friday Thirteenth. They were, they were going to do like a found footage, and I guess like the backlash that people said they fucking hate it, and then they just got rid of it. Oh, speaking of found, I gotta watch the Blair Witch Project. Speaking never, of found, never footage. watched it. Really? I never, no, never watched it. Oh, dude! To me, that was creepy. While I, was I do remember yeah. when it came out. And yeah. Blair Witch is, was like really it good real. For its it was time. yeah. Oh, everyone's like, "Is it real? Is it real?" I'm like, "Nah, it can't be." Funny story about that. Um, when I was working where I was working at the time, a friend I made there said, "Hey, you know, you want to go check it out?" I'm like, "Yeah, we'll go check it out." So me and my friend and, and roommate at the time, and we head to the theater and we watch it. Now he had already seen it. Mm-hmm. My friend, my, myself, and my roommate had not. So we're sitting in there watching it. You know, it's kind of like. It's still a couple weeks old. People are still kind of feeling it out. Like, is this real? Is this not? What is going on here? And we're sitting there watching it, and it's probably maybe 20 minutes, 25 minutes into the movie, and we're kind of looking like, what the fuck's wrong with the screen? The actual film caught on fire in the projector room. So you see it, like, melting on the screen and then, like, this smoke, and we're like, <laughs> the screen's just like, what happened here? The movie's gone, and everybody's just kind of looking at each other. And the one dude, he's like, "Dude, that don't fucking happen." And this, that ain't. And we're kind of looking around, like, "Oh shit!" Like you see smoke coming out of the projector room and shit. That was pretty wild. So look, he's on his tippy toes for this picture. <laughs> he's standing you pretty. Can... He's standing pretty stout. For I know, right? Fuck she is she erect. Look, she looks like she might Whatever. have a little slouch too. You know that he is. Yeah, erect. like she's kind of like leaning up forward like that. That might be the most upright yeah. I've ever seen. Rubs on Look, the stand. he's erect. He's rubbing his he's rubbing his boner up against her like. Oh, it's she's like, Harris. that's not the first one today. <laughs> he's like, where's your clown outfit, Danielle? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cosplay is not consent, Rob. <laughs> that's so, right. Then I actually uh, Wednesday night I went over to uh, Muzz's house. And uh, we said, fuck it, we're going to get some food. And uh, so we went to Culver's, got some burgers. And then we we watched uh, Little Monsters, which Rob Zilla was all about when he saw the trailer for that. It's a Hulu original movie. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, it takes place where uh, it's an Australian zombie flick. But it's got kids in it where this class goes on a field trip to this like petting zoo. And, like, right down the road from the petting zoo is a U.S. Army research base, mm-hmm. and the zombies get out I there. remember him sharing that fucking yeah. trailer yeah. now. It, it looked, looked corny. Funny. It looked yeah. corny as yeah, fuck. Yeah, it funny, It though. was funny as shit. You it guys, corny. You guys should check it out, because there's a, one guy in it. I forget his name, but he plays, like, a, a Nickelodeon okay. childhood star, and they see him, and he's all happy, you know? And then when the, the zombies and shit show up, he's like, puts himself on lockdown. He's like, fuck all you guys. You're all going to fucking die. I remember that trailer fuck now. Fuck those kids. I don't have Hulu, though. But, uh, yeah, super funny movies. Uh, it's one of those fun uh, horror movies, you know, that you can really watch and have fun with. And uh, I think it'll be one that you'll want to rewatch again and again. Kind of like Shaun of the Dead, almost. It's great movie but uh and it had the the chick that is the main uh actress in it she is actually the wife in us, us. which brings yep. me to the next movie i watched us okay 
Wow, Jordan Peele, he just fucking gets it, man. That guy is brilliant. I I was I was on the edge of my seat for that movie. That was that whole doppelganger shit was freaky. <laughs> Not sure about that one. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I I, I highly recommend watching. I, it. I give it a thumbs up. It's uh, it was one of those ones that you kind of got like halfway into it, and you're kind of like, where's it gonna go? And then it, it kind of expands on everything. Yeah, and it does. You could, the great thing about him is you can watch. You can go back to like the old Key and Peele episodes. And you can see like the horror segments or the right. horror related segments, and you can tell that he was like he knew what he was doing then. Oh and then yeah, see him get into these movies. I mean, you know? the the dude is a pure fan when it comes to horror, and I mean, he knows what he's doing. I mean, from the the simplistic parts of you know uh, building the tension to you know adding just a touch of humor in there, mm-hmm. and then uh, really writing a phenomenal script. I mean, all around A plus for that dude. I mean, that's two not that's two that he's knocked out of the park. I, I, I mean, I, I remember loving Get Out. I thought I think was. maybe I liked Get Out just a little better because I like the idea, like the like the underlying social idea that you know, you know, white people had slaves and then white people like adopted black culture, and then not only did they want the culture, now they wanted to be black people. You know, right? Mm. And I, I thought that was really like a cool way to do wrap the social commentary and everything. And then, like I said, uh, us, he, he just kind of takes it to a different level. You watched level. us? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's creepy, though. Like Solid, I mean, well-made, you know. Really? Yeah, Even it, some of the trailers are like some of the Did you watch parts. it? No, I haven't watched it yet. I've been wanting to watch that, so. Yeah, well, definitely. You guys should definitely watch it and come back next week and tell me what you Because you can't comment and say, yeah, the trailers the trailers all look good. Oh, I know. Nobody watches a trailer and thinks it's shitty. That's what they're made. No one puts a trailer out that's <laughs> Everybody shitty. Everybody watches the trailer like, man, that's awesome. You're like, fuck, that was garbage. <laughs> you think they're <laughs> like, let's put out the shittiest trailer we can and see if we see can See if people money. still watch it. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Uh, but yeah, I mean. You're watching us this week. Okay. Us was great. I highly recommend it. I really enjoyed it. I didn't realize that the uh, the the intro for I've Got Five on it, like the xylophone keyboard, whatever. Yeah. He he um, uses that as like the theme, yeah. like the horror theme. I didn't realize they were from the same oh, song. Yeah. That was, so that was really cool. Yeah. Um, Muzz was telling me actually that he got the idea for us from an episode of uh, Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really interesting that, you know, something that old school inspired him mm-hmm. and uh, he, he really played well off of it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, 10 out of 10 on that one, I think, for me. Damn, 10 out, not even a five star. We're going 10 out of 10. Yeah. Five just, stars. We're not even doing five star no. ratings. We're going 10 out of 10. Five star, 10 out of 10. I'm going to give it that much. I enjoyed it that much. It's, it's one of those ones on my on my rewatch list because really? once you know exactly what it's about, you kind of got to watch it again to right, right. see everything. Um, and then I watched uh, House House on a Haunted Hill. Uh, that was on uh, the which, which one? Uh, the the newer one, not like, like two thousand or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like With Chris Catan. Yes, Chris Catan House yeah. on a Haunted Hill. A lot of people seem to enjoy Tay that. Diggs. One. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, it, it's cheesy, but it's fun. Uh, and then I actually sat down one night. I turned AMC on once again, and I watched uh, the remake of Carrie and the original Carrie. I love I love the original Carrie, man. That is just a phenomenal, phenomenal movie. That's classic. It's a staple. It's a must watch every year. I'm not a big fan. Really? Yeah. Really? I didn't watch the remake. Well, of the original. I haven't watched any of the remakes. The, the oh. remakes. You're not a big fan of the original? No. I mean, I like Stephen King. Uh, it's directed by Brian De Palma, one of my favorite directors. Yeah, uh, that's a, that shocks me that you don't like Sissy it. Sissy Spacek, right? Stars in it. Yep. Yeah, Sissy Spacek. John Travolta, all that. It, it, Dirty pillows. It, it's not like it's a bad movie or anything. It's just 
I, it, you know, I only watched it all the way for the first time like a couple of years ago. Really? And I thought maybe I'm just looking at it like, oh, okay. See, I remember watching that when I was younger, yeah. and I was like, holy shit, that's crazy, you know? But, yeah, your dirty pillows are showing. You can't go out like that. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. The remake is, uh, it's okay. I mean, it it follows it pretty true, and then it, they kind of soup it up with, you know, a uh, CGI and effects and make her look like a badass in some parts. That's a lot more gory too, isn't it? Yeah, compared little, to other yeah, ones. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that they didn't really emphasize gore in the no. first one. It was just kind of like, oh shit, she's killing everybody in the gym. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look out! Watch yeah, out. there's a fire and nobody's getting out but her. Mm. But uh, yeah, that, that's what I, that's what I watched this week. So, and I think we're gonna take a quick break. And we'll be back for the rest of the show. All right, and we are back from break. So, what is everybody's thoughts on this this story I'm about to say? And it's it's a creepy one. If I can get my phone unlocked, let me see here. Robzilla. So these parents. You didn't play your music. I'm I'm not going to news music. Come on, man! There's an expectation here. Jesus, we have to uphold the. Yeah, we're we're not going to do crazy music because it's only one story. Uh, and a creature course, of habit, man. And of course, it, I for, I posted it in the wrong. Well, spot. I can ramble and banter for several more minutes if you need it. I can fill in time. Start telling dirty jokes, and you you can do that if you. I mean, what do you get when you cross a rhinoceros and an elephant? What's that? Elephino. Can't even get a rim shot or nothing. Okay, so. Parents adopted an eight-year-old who was actually a woman with dwarfism who tried to kill him. Isn't how that, does that even work? I don't know. How? Do, I mean, did the adoption agency not know? Was there an adoption agency? Was this a black market adoption? Yeah. Did they did they buy her or some shit? Yeah. How did this work? The couple accused of abandoning their adopted daughter and moving to Canada pleaded not guilty to child neglect charges. A bizarre case out of. Uh, Tippecanoe County has garnered global attention as Michael and Christine Barnett claim the eight-year-old daughter they adopted is actually an adult and tried to kill them. Holy shit. Is she not really an adult? It says the couple had the girl's age changed to 22 before leaving to Canada in 2013. Okay. The couple divorced in 2014, four years after adopting the girl. The Journal and Courier, uh, Courier said... A doctor examined the girl in 2010 and deemed her to eight years old. The girl has a rare form of dwarfism and is from Ukraine, according to the Associated Press. In an interview with Good Morning America, Michael Burnett said the girl, Natalia, tried to hurt him and Christine and kill them multiple times. He said doctors told them the girl is a a sociopath and a con artist. Hmm. The doctor determines if you're a con artist now, I guess. But, uh... Michael said Natalia would do things like 
place clear thumbtacks on the stairs face up so they would step on them. He claimed the girl also tried to poison Christine by putting pine salt in her coffee mug and then tried to push her into an electrical fence. Holy shit. I guess I'm still confused by all this. The girl is only eight. Yeah. They're yeah. saying that she's a dwarf, though, and trying to kill them. So they're mm-hmm. fucking baddie. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it just well, she has dwarfism. We know that. She looks eight. Yeah. But she's not eight. But, but no, the say, doctor said she was eight. Yeah, the doctor, the doctor had oh. examined her a year or two before they got rid of her in 2010 and said right. she was eight. So it's just a messed up eight-year-old. It, it, yeah. they, or yeah, they're just fucking like... crazy. Is she really trying to do this, or is it them? I think they adopted this girl, and she's fucking nuts. And you they... think it's like a problem child situation. They, they just tried to dip, and they tried to make up a good excuse to dip, you know, and to get away. Man, I'm, this, is, this is bothering me, because I don't know if it's they're just fucking batshit crazy. Once you adopt, you're kind of, like, fucking stuck. You can't get rid of them. Yeah, but, I mean, she's eight. She's a dwarf. They're changing her age to 22, but she's only eight. So they sound batshit crazy more so than the kid. Michael also claimed doctors' medical testing and court ruling had them believe Natalia's uh, birth year was actually 1989. A friend of the Barnetts told CBS affiliate WLFI the couple believed they were scammed and the girl caused a traumatic adoption experience. The outlet said Christine is now asking a judge to let her move to Bradentown, Florida and continue working. A jury trial date is set for January 28th, 2020 for the Barnetts. The girl, who is now either 16 or 30 years old, has not responded to media requests so, for comment. So either either they knew they were adopting a dwarf, or they didn't. or they. <laughs> I, I, I mean... Yeah, this is very confusing. I have more questions after reading that and listening to that. Like Because who adopts, you know... Is a Ukrainian family, Indiana mother, Ukrainian girl? Is that what the, we're talking about here? Because I found a different article. I, that's just the one I read off of Ten TV. Okay, so I yeah, it's it just sounds crazy completely from the get go. And then the lady's asking to move to Florida, so there you go. Yeah, so she, you know she's nuts, so she wants yeah. to go to Florida. You said Christine and Michael Barnett, right? Yes, yes. They're alleged to have dumped the Ukrainian-born Natalia Grace at an apartment in Lafayette, Indiana in 2013 before moving to Canada one month later breaking off contact. I'm, I'm, I, need, I need more information on this. This is disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. She, she, so are you disturbed more by them leaving her? Or no, because if she's fucking 22 and she's crazy, fuuck her. But <laughs> it sounds to me like they're crazy, though. Because, like, I mean, that shit does sound like right out of Problem Child, like the thumbtacks on the stairs. and <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Pine, I mean, who, who, what child thinks to put pine saw in the fucking coffee? That's like a fucking, like... <laughs> and then push you into an electrical fence. What the fuck? What are they doing by an electrical fence? The I... mother insists that there's a major flaw in the case. She's not nine. She's actually 22. Because they're being charged for abandoning, right. abandoning a, a child. And, I mean, she could be nine and still have dwarfism. That's that's not up for debate. That's not an issue. Right. So I'm putting chemicals, bleach, Windex, and coffee. I said, what are you doing? She said, I'm trying to poison you. The, <laughs> The media is painting me to be a child abuser, but there's no child. Natalia was a woman. She had periods. She had adult teeth. She never grew, which would happen even with a child with dwarfism. The doctors all confirmed she was suffering from a severe psychological illness, only diagnosed in adults. She was jumping out of moving cars. She was smearing blood on mirrors. Holy shit. She was doing things you could never imagine a little child doing. This article has more info. Before criminal charges were leveled at them on September 11th, Barnett and ex-husband Michael were hailed as exemplary parents who raised child genius Jake Barnett. 
diagnosed with autism at age two. So they've raised a genius. <laughs> no shit. None of them has first these affidavit pe- paper published. These people are just trying to get away from this bitch, you know? Yeah. Sounds like they adopted a psycho and nobody yeah. told them. Like, I just want to have coffee and not worry about foaming at the mouth. And dying. The yeah. Barnett's are experienced foster parents who ran a daycare from their Indiana home, collected the curly-haired youngster from Florida in May 2010. Oh, While living with the Barnett's, Natalia's adoption was completed in November of that year. Uh, she had no hesitation in accepting Natalia despite learning that she had a bone growth disorder named spondoliptomethyphysocelial dysplasia, which causes short stature, skeletal abnormalities. I want to have a larger family. I'm really trying to bust it because this is I got so many more questions than answers <laughs> from that. It's it sounds like they found out they that she had dwarfism when they adopted her and they were totally fine with that. You know, it's it's cool, we got her, it's it's no big deal. Um, she was nervous. She was going to need a lot of support and care. We didn't notice in the parking lot she couldn't walk. There was nothing in the paperwork that stated that. Um, she had three brothers. They took her to the beach the first time. She did something that would leave the couple speechless. The boys rushed into the water, and Natalia wanted to be carrying into the ocean. Michael and myself were physically exhausted, so we asked her to wait a few minutes. With that, she got up and ran into the ocean. I remember looking at Mike and thinking, what's going on? She couldn't walk a second ago, and now she just got up and ran. Barnett grew more alarmed when she saw the little girl naked for the first time. I was giving her a bath and noticed she had full pubic hair. Oh. I was so shocked. I'd just been told she was a six-year-old and it was very apparent that she wasn't. There are further clues of the deception. Natalia shunned dolls and toys, sought the company of teenage girls, and appeared to use sophisticated vocabulary way beyond someone her age. This this Shit. sounds like these people got fucked. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what it sounds like. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you think this is like some like long-range scam where like the people who had her before knew she was messed up. Like we gotta, we gotta take her back to the adoption agency and pawn it off on. They went to else. vacation. This problem child. They keep yeah. trying to pawn yeah. this. Kid. They went to vacation in Florida and left her at a fucking dumpster. Man, or something. This, this is. I'm gonna read more on this. I'm like, not gonna like, take up the rest like, of the night with that. Like they're they're like trying to like this girl's a psycho. Like the sweet eight year old. She's nuts. She's 27. She's not eight. They should have just dropped check, her off in the check Everglades. out her pubes. I'm not gonna yeah. look at an eight year old's pubes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah, that's why that's a girl family's pubes. going crazy. You know, whoever abandoned her, they had that fucking top down, and they were fucking flying out of there, cracking a beer open while mm-hmm. they were driving. Woo! Like, thank God we got rid of her. She sought out the help of her family physician who had her bone density test. The results suggested she was at least 14 or older. Woo! So there is an age discrepancy, period. I I well that article left a lot more answers. This this article gives a lot more answers. I think that they are legit and they got into a really bad situation with someone. She tried to drag her into an electric fence at a birthday outing. God damn. Was, how, how weak you gotta be to get it muscled by a dwarf? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so the whole thing is she's still out there. <laughs> yeah. In twenty twelve she claimed to a clinical therapist that she was eighteen. Yeah, so this this girl is not an eight year old. She's not an eight year old. I feel bad for this family. Yeah. My, a lot of my questions have it's been a answered. Fucking psycho out there. Maybe she should meet up with uh, Chris Hansen from To Catch a Predator. Yeah. Oh yeah. And she's just gonna like find these pedophiles and just this, like, start killing dude, them. This <laughs> sounds start a whole new show there. Yeah. This yeah. actually sounds like a, the next horror movie in the making. Well, nice they, this article references a movie called Orphan. Yeah, really? Orphan. Yeah. Wow. It references a movie called Orphan. It's some some similar from what I'm understanding. Yeah, they adopt a girl and she tries to kill the family and she's actually like eight years she's actually like thirty years old. Really? Yeah. It's called Orphan. 
but how old is she when they they think that it's like this? I think she's she like, like yeah, she's she like, like eight or ten or something. Yeah, but she's really eighteen. Like you know, she's like thirty years old or something. Wow, shit. we gotta watch that. Yeah, it's been out for a little while. Okay, all right. My a lot of my questions have been answered. All right, so moving on, Warner Brothers reportedly wants Keanu Reeves to return as Constantine in more DC films. Here's here's the thing for me. I loved the movie when it came out. I liked it too. I liked it a lot. It but. The problem that I agree with that a lot of people have is it's not John Constantine, Hellblazer. You yeah. know, John Constantine looks like Sting, you know, <laughs> and it, it, and so it's not the same thing. But I, I, as a standalone, as its own thing, I really love the movie. I like the movie, but I have to say, I like the guy that played in the TV, the TV show. show. Yeah. Uh, he's Constantine to me. And I think if anybody deserves a fucking movie, it's that guy, because that shit was good. Yeah, but how many shows do we have where the actor in the show doesn't play the movie, though? It's true, it's true. They fucked that up so much. Mm. But that guy, he was fucking John Constantine, just like Kyle said. Mm. And, you know, it's kind of like, would Keanu Reeves' movie, would it be different if it, would you like it more if it wasn't Constantine and maybe something else? For me, no, because I've since read some Hellblazer comics and and I like them, so I I don't really have any attachment. I can can fully separate the two. Yeah. I'm sure there are people out there who might say differently. So it's just your Keanu Reeves version of Constantine. Yeah, and I, like I said, I I love that movie. I like him. Uh, Rachel Weisz is in it. Mm -hmm. uh, Tilda Swinton plays like an angel. Wasn't Shia LaBeouf in that? Shia too? LaBeouf is yeah. like a sidekick. He lived. Does he live above a bowling alley or something like that? It's, um, I know there's a bowling in that alley. Some, yeah, yeah, something like well, that. Well, there's like a back room where they go with like one of the guys who yeah. lives there. Um, I forget uh, that that Russian guy plays uh, plays the devil at the end. Uh, yeah, he's, Peter Stormare. Yeah. I love him. And then the guy, the lead singer, uh, Gavin Rosdell from Bush. Yeah, he plays mm-hmm. one of the bad guys. Bath- Bathazar or something like that. So I, I really love the movie. I, I've would have loved to have seen a sequel. I, I don't. And if they want to bring him back, go for it. If they want to, I, do I think it they more could do, accurate. I, I think they can make a much better movie nowadays too. So I should say, I, I feel like Keanu's starting to show his age a little bit. He is. You know? He's slowing and that, down. And that last John Wick, when that fight scene, it was a little bit slower. Yeah, but you know, so. worked for the movie. But so I, I don't know. I'd, we all love Keanu, but it, all I say is it like that's the that's the new hot internet thing is we love Keanu. So mm-hmm. is that why they're bringing this up because it's you know we're jumping on the Keanu bandwagon? I think it's, partly it's a big resurgence for him. I mean, he yeah. just boomed after. I that. I think they're like, well, let's give this another try, and we're going to make money either way. Because I thought I, and I thought the movie was fairly well received, mm-hmm. Constantine. And do you think this is just a ploy for DC to get him not to go and do a Marvel movie? Because I know Marvel is trying to go after Keanu Reeves to play in a Marvel movie. He's going to do a Marvel movie regardless. I mean, he's in talks with him. Isn't there, there's a couple actors who have done both so far? Um, Uh, Not many, but... Well, Tom Hardy because... Ryan Reynolds. Well, Tom Hardy because he was Bane and Batman and then he was Venom. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. then, you know, Ryan Reynolds, obviously. So I don't think I don't think they really fucking care. I mean, maybe maybe now they might, but maybe maybe a little while ago they wouldn't have, but they might now. You know, yeah, maybe Sony could sign him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, people I've seen articles. People want uh, Disney to outright buy Spider Man from Sony for like five billion dollars. Oh, really? Yeah. Sony ain't doing that. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, uh, Jared Leto's another one. He's getting ready to play Morbius. Mm-hmm. I'm not even looking forward so. to that. It's Jared Leto. I mean, I'll watch it. Well, it's so. Jared Leto, yeah, but I mean, that's and it's going it. to play into the Spider Universe, so mm-hmm. you'll have to watch it if you like Spider Man. So, okay. Um, so, 
I figured we could talk really quick about Joker since you guys are both here. Yeah. Yeah. So hold on, hold, hold on a second. <laughs> but uh, so if you haven't seen Joker yet, this is not going to be the spoiler free talk. So go ahead and turn the show off and, you know, share the show with your friends, whatever. Yada, Listen yada. next week and fuck it. Here you go. Yeah. So I'm giving you a chance now to turn it off. And if you keep listening and we spoil it for you, I don't fucking care about your feelings. He so. turns into the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> wah, wah. Spoiler. Shocker. So, so, so you guys weren't here last week. Yeah. What'd you think? Um, recap. I, I liked recap. it. I liked was it. was kind of thumbs down on it. I was kind of thumbs up on it. But I, I, need I to, wasn't. I'll let Rob down. give his review, but I need to comment on your reaction. I'm to like, it. Mm, which, which kind of bothers me a little bit because you said it's exactly what you expected it to be. You didn't really want to see it to begin with, so I didn't. I, that was kind of, yeah. I I just remember from the trailer. From the trailer, you were like, yeah. From the trailer, I was like, I'll watch it. I'll go fuck with that. And you were like, yeah. So I mean, my thought process would be if I don't, if I wasn't too interested in the trailer and I didn't really think I want to see it, I wouldn't go see it. It was just okay. I wouldn't go see it. I mean, I have to go see it. I mean, that's <laughs> no, you what, don't. Yeah, I do. Not I mean, if it's something you don't want to go see. I didn't say I didn't want to go see it. I just said it didn't look like it was going to be any good. Special. I don't watch stuff that I don't want to see that I don't think will be good. <laughs> I watch a lot of stuff, man. Yeah, but I don't watch shit that I, I don't mean, think will be good. Like if I, I look have, at a trailer, like. I can tell what that movie's going to be. I don't need to go but see I it. But I can't sit here and comment on it if I don't go go and watch it either. So No, I, but you I, said last week, though, that it's you thought it was going to be slow, kind of boring. It was exactly yeah. what you thought it would be. Yeah. So then why go see it? Because if, if I go into it and Mike, I'm feeling... Mike, <laughs> if I don't... I do this show every week, so I have something to talk about. So I have to go and talk about it. I have to see it so I can talk about it. You don't have to, though. That's just it. Yes, I if do. If I watch a trailer and I see something, I, I go... Can't, because then I can't do a review about it and then expect anybody to, to take me serious. You don't that you don't want to see, though. That's what I'm getting <laughs> at. I think, I think maybe there's a disconnect because it's not like he didn't like it. He just... You know... It was, no, it was, no, no. And know. I get that. I get that. But he went into so, it. So you're thinking, you're thinking maybe he really wasn't going to like it at all and he's just saying it was okay no 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 not that at all no it was you know here's a trailer i'm presented with a trailer and i watched the trailer he, and I'm, he's okay. just saying why are you why did you go watch it if you didn't <laughs> yeah, think it was yeah, gonna be good yeah and my thing is i had to go watch it because i mean that's what we do here we talk about movies well but, plus you hear it on the on the news like all oh, people are walking out yeah, like, hey, I mean, what's why are they walking out do you like country music no. Okay. So if I said this new country music CD is coming out, and I told you about it, and you said I don't really think I'd like that. Would you listen to it just so you could talk about it? If I did a country music, <laughs> maybe if he, show, if he knew you wanted to talk about it, he might. no, I just I don't know, and that's just me though. Like if I if I watch a trailer and I see that, and I go, you know, I, I this is going to be slow. I don't really think I'm going to like this but too like, much. I'm not going to go watch. I do. It, I do a show that's revolving around pop culture, movies. And I TV. understand that. So I have to watch what's coming out. You know, what's the hottest thing? So and it's probably the most talked about movie this it is. year. It, it, it will did, be. He did want to know what the hype was about. That yeah, was I, I mean, yeah, and I mean, I get it. You know, it's. I've seen that movie a couple times, you know. I mean, not literally, but uh, I, I understand. No, I know, but I just I fall back on if I look at a trailer, I don't care what I talk about or what I do. If I just think like I know what that's going to be, I don't think that's something I'm really going to enjoy. I'm not going to mess with it. I guess that's just the difference between us. 
Go ahead, Rob. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I can go now. Okay, you can go now. Um, He's done yelling at me. Okay. <laughs> I I liked it for what it is. You know, um, I heard you guys talk about so the cinematography was great. I liked the under under the undertones of it with kind of like the political about the rich, the poor, the people fighting back. They don't like the politicians. Um, I was open minded of it because I've went and seen other Batman movies and, and interpretations of the Joker. Like when I initially saw Heath Ledger, I was like, how the fuck's the Heath Ledger going to be the Joker? So it's everybody's interpretation of the Joker, but people need to realize this is not something that they're going to lead into, into like a, the franchise to Batman. It's, it's just a solo stand film. Yeah. They're, I, I yeah. guarantee you, you'll, his days of seeing the Joker of him as the Joker are done. Yeah. And, and I did like how they pursued, perceived thomas wayne as honestly he seemed like a prick and almost any other batman movies he was just you know honest and fantastic billionaire and he I seemed like he's, like he's a piece dead of shit in all the other batman yeah well in the flashbacks <laughs> yeah and he's, he's dead, dead in ones, but in the other ones see i like that because in all the movies he's like revered as he's, like the uh, guy he's a to save yeah right now, now of course the thing about the movie is like for the first half or two-thirds or whatever you kind of think that maybe thomas wayne could be arthur fleck's yeah. father yeah and then, as you realize, no, there's no chance. And, and, <laughs> no. <laughs> there's no chance. No. And I think that's very evident. Do you no. think Thomas Wayne would have really punched him? Yeah, I don't Why think not? Thomas Wayne would have punched I, him. He, if, he if probably some, think of him as some crazy I, piece I, of shit. I think he would have like tried to get him help or something. You know, like, uh, sir, you need to. You, well, you I know. think he crossed the battery when he touched the kid and. Why would a fucking eight-year-old let some stranger touch his fucking face? If, if he ever touched the kid. <laughs> if he yeah. was even there. That's true. The, the whole you can do that. movie, yeah. Yeah. you have to question. Yeah. And I watched a couple of uh, reviews from uh, YouTube stations that I actually uh, like. And one of them was uh, E-Man's uh, movie reviews. If, uh, he's a good, good reviewer, and he puts out some quality stuff. So if you get a chance, check him out. I watched it. Uh, I watched that. that you video I said, yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I watched it. And there's a lot of stuff. I'd. I mean, honestly, I would like to watch it again because he said once you watch it again, you start to see and pick up on all these things that clue you in on what's going on and how to interpret certain things. There was stuff that I picked up on before. There was stuff that I picked up on when I watched it that I didn't really give much weight to until I heard him say something I'm like. You know what? I did catch that, but it didn't really register. Like right. the whole clock thing. Yeah, the clock thing. It starts him talking to a therapist with a clock. It ends. ends. Him. So the whole fucking goddamn movie was a story. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. the whole fucking thing was made up. Did yeah. he kill anybody? Did he that's, do anything? That's how I felt. Nothing happened because the clock is 11-11 yeah. at the beginning of the movie, and it's 11-11 at the end, and it's two black ladies, but yeah. they're just different. Right. Yeah. So, one, yeah. Just one symbolism. doesn't give a shit, and that one seems. And you know, when she's like, "Well, what's the joke?" And he's like, "You wouldn't get it." You know, like just it, the symbolism. To, you know, to tie that together, the clock, the two black ladies, the two therapists. I think, I think he was always in the mental institution because the flashback right. where he's banging his head on the wall—they don't let motherfuckers out like no. that. And, oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, not unless uh, it was during the Ronald or uh, <laughs> Nixon administration. Was it when they signed that health? Uh, reform Reagan just kicked them all out. Yeah, but Reagan. Right. Yeah, no, no. guys, be all right. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Here's a cab. Go somewhere. <laughs> it's okay. It'd what be was right. it in that Michael Moore documentary where they showed like them letting uh, crazy people out and giving them a taxi to somewhere and just dropping them off in front of a a football stadium or something like that? <laughs> 
but yeah, that, I mean, they don't let people like that generally go. No, but I, I just well, but he, he was supposed to be on meds. Yeah, but I felt like when I watched it, I felt like nothing. It, it was all fake. It didn't happen. Like it was just him imagining it. Well, just just because he's telling a story doesn't mean it's not true. And right, then, you don't know what's true and what what really happened. And then when I watched happen. E-Man's uh, review and he started pointing out little things that, like you said, I noticed but didn't really right. click until it somebody said something. I noticed the clocks. I mean, I noticed that because yeah. I'm like, why did they make it a point to show me? Who gives a fuck what time it is? Yeah. It means nothing. Because I mean, it's like right there, focused. And to you start know? it off and end it with that, I mean, that's a good tie-in. That you know, who the fuck knows what happened? I think. I think some stuff did happen, but I don't think it happened in the context of the way it's presented like on how screen. Much, like how he much didn't of leave that, a therapist and go do this shit and then end up somewhere. How much of that was something he remembered? Yeah, that he actually did, and then how much of it was just him just adding bullshit into you know the you know his little stories. Well, like up. the the elevator scene, I thought was kind of weird when he first meets the chick and her daughter on the elevator. Like, why is some chick that you don't really fucking know a couple of you're going to sit there and... Yeah, blow her brains out. That was just kind of weird. Like, that was kind of odd. Like, I mean, I get it. Like, you know, she might be having a stressful day and, you know, okay. But that's just kind of weird. That didn't really strike me weird. But I think it's like right after the scene, like, she's like talking to him and being friendly. Like, she seemed pretty creeped out by him before generally. So that kind of threw me off. You don't a little really bit. get much of that though, because yeah. they don't really interact other than that first elevator well, scene, and it's fear yeah, it's at so, first. But then when weird. they talk, it's like, ah, oh, we're cool. Yeah, but yeah, I'm a little just, scared. But he talked to it, me. I'm all right. It seemed offset though. You know, I mean, it didn't seem right. I thought it was really weird when he just you know goes and opens up the fucking door and starts kissing her. And yeah. She's like, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, no, there's no way she would like freak the fuck out. <laughs> Yeah. The most unbelievable thing is when he goes to her apartment and the door's unlocked. Who'd leave their un- door unlocked in that shitty place? Right. That's like, right. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's Rob Zilla would. Yeah, but anyway, uh, Rob Zilla would have went out to get something to eat and left the door unlocked. Yeah, go back to the Thomas Wayne thing for a minute, since I mentioned it last week. Is that I like that he's he's kind of an asshole in a way, like the way he talks about when you see him on the TV segments talking about like he's the only one who could save the city and all that, right? And, and you know, I want to uplift you people. Yeah, and yet you clowns. Yet, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he clowns. calls them all clowns. I, I, so, but like I say, then you realize, you know, like, oh, he's not really, you know, flex father at all. He's just some crazy guy who keeps bothering him. So it kind of softens him a bit. But I like that he's not quite like the revered hero of Thomas Wayne that we get from all the other portrayals. So I thought that was really kind of cool. Mm. So I still think the best part of that movie is him dancing on the stairs yeah. to Gary Glitter. Well, it, and you did mention that there was a couple of things you shouldn't laugh at with dark humor, which I agree because I laugh with I, you. So I laughed at the yeah. uh, the knock knock joke on the morning yeah. show. Okay. Knock knock. Yeah, yeah. No, I liked. It. And no, I it's felt the police. like I like I could hear myself laughing over the whole theater. Like nobody was laughing. I was like, oh fuck, that I shouldn't have laughed. Yeah, at that. I was laughing when um. His buddy after he killed the guy, and then all of a sudden he's trying to get out, but then because he's a dwarf, I laughed at that. Yeah, yeah, the that chain, was good. The chain That's was why Robert high. don't lock his doors. Yeah, no, <laughs> he can't, reach yeah, the can't chain. get out. Yeah, can't get Rob's out. Rob's like, uh, can you help me? Help me out here, please. What was his name? Jerry. He's like, I'm sorry, Jerry, <laughs> or some shit. Yeah. He was very like sincere to him. He was like, yeah. you were the only one that was ever nice to me. He's like, what'd you do, Arthur? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it has its good parts. I thought, but I mean. I don't know. It's just well. I think reason why a lot of people just can't handle that is just um, it's a real, it's very real. Someone you know, with mental illness, and I think that's what's disturbing to people probably. Um, and and it's it's not really a um like if you're like a true to fan 
like person uh, like that loves the origin of the Joker. Right. The Joker falling into the acid and that's what drives him crazy and mm. the Joker has to put makeup on to look like a normal person because of the scars. there's scars from the acid and the uh, acid turns his hair green and well not acid it's chemicals because mm. he used to work at a chemical plant. But I mean and that was in that was a 1950s origin. And then it was revisited by uh, Alan uh, Alan Moore. Am I right for the Alan killing? Moore did the killing joke? Yeah, yeah. and he kind of like took ran with that. So I mean, it's completely different from that origin of the Joker. So I mean, if you want to count it as an origin movie, it's completely different. But how many between the comics and movies and everything? How many different Joker origins have there been though? Oh, many. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, so that's, it's, that's the running joke. Well, I, even yeah. well, like he mentioned last week, even like Heath Ledger's Joker didn't really have an origin. Yeah. Supposedly, it just he always changes origin. Well, you want to know how I got these scars, and he makes up you, a story every you time. You never truly find out what the Joker did before he fell into the chemicals. All you know yeah. is he fell on some hard times and mm. needed some cash, and Batman kind of like you know went to get him, and he falls into it, but. And then he he's you know the Joker is born from that because he looks like a Joker on a playing card. Yeah. Well, and that kind of goes back to the theory that maybe he's or, or whatever he's telling to the psychiatrist is true or not, because the Joker tells the story he wants to tell. Yeah. yeah. You know, if the joke the Joker wants to tell you, he's like, I'm just a poor, ill person from in a city that treats me like garbage. You're uh-huh. like, oh, that's that's sad. You know. Yeah. And I think that that's some people had the problem with that is. The Joker is a very sympathetic character. He does bad things. And, you know, maybe we're not used to that in our movies anymore. It's usually the good guy and the bad guy, as opposed to... There's no backbone. The Joker's not the good guy in this movie, but he kind of is. So, out of all the comics... He's more victim... Yes. Yeah, this is, I would say he's a victim. Yeah, that's, I mean, you can. T- that's that's sort it's of a victim origin, it, story. and he's kind of like the spark that starts like the revolution where people are tired of the politicians. I mean, put well, down. That's, that's but they were doing that before, though. Yeah. There was rallies and stuff before. They just, they just gave them an excuse to get yeah, more. Wild. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. this story, he's like he's like the victim triumphant. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, like I, said, I think that kind of maybe freaks people out a little bit or something. I yeah. love. I mean, personally, I loved it. I'm I'm fully glad I went and saw it. It's everything. I can't say it's everything I thought it would be, but watching the trailer, it was like, this is going to be different. This is going to be, and it was different. It wasn't a Joker movie. It was Joker. I mean, that was, it's. It's its own standalone movie. Yeah. yeah it's it's not it. a comic book yeah. movie. No, the only thing I'm sad about is that our boy, Mark Marin didn't get much more uh, time on there. He was, he was the only sane one that was like, you yeah, know, no. the, you know, this guy go on your show. <laughs> he, he was like, he was like you don't want to fucking put him <laughs> on there. This guy's a lunatic. Ugh. <laughs> I do, like I said, I talked about the cinematography a little bit. You know, all of our movies pretty much anymore are like nice, well lit, bright movies. Yeah. And this one. They got a lot of things right yeah. in this movie. This, I'll, they, I'll made, admit they made it that. a point. It was a very, is a technically very good film. You know? Yeah. Like it's the setting, of, the setting mm-hmm. of Gotham was phenomenal. The cinematography, some of the shots are beautiful. And I mean, like you said, it, it's not a bright movie. I mean, it's dark and gritty, and they really captured that essence of it. And I'll get I'll I will my hat is off to them all day long on that one, uh, you know personally like I said I think that I'm just a purist when it comes to the Joker's origin, uh, the the chemicals and all that and that that's more of what I want to well, see. Were, were his meds his chemicals? Were his were his the brain, metaphorical were, were chemicals? His, were his brain imbalances the chemicals? Nah, I don't Air care chemicals. about that. Like, start, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna say this right now. You can quote me on it later. It is without a doubt. The best comic book movie ever, 
where somebody gives their mom a bath. <laughs> um, That's true. Fight How many of one. those have there been? Yeah. yeah. What's, what's the field? Or maybe the best dancing one, I would say, Joker. Uh, okay. Have you right. never seen Star Lord dance? In yeah. Of the Galaxy? He, he he just he beats he Star-Lord. blows. He Joker saves out the, of the water. he saved the universe. Come and on, in Rob. In a dance battle, come on, no, come <laughs> on, not the same. no. Just be quiet, man. Not the same. No, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. So, I don't know if he'll win an award for it or not. He'll definitely be he's, nominated. He's getting nominated. Just he'll for, definitely get nominated because I, I told them last week. I said there's one thing that the Academy honors, and that's the physical battle you go through to prepare for a role. He, when the first time I saw him without a shirt, it was like holy, like, like his, his one fuck, his one scapula really yeah. pokes out the yeah. back. He's yeah. a skinny dude to begin with, and he lost fifty That's pounds. That's sickly though. Yeah. There's a difference he looks like, like a ill. He had a he had a nutritionalist that just kept him alive, pretty much. <laughs> skinny or ill, but so okay. What's the worst thing that you've seen a Joker do? Comic book movie. I think in the comic books, one of like he kills like a whole school bus full of kids or something. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Like, like, I, I think. He, well, I think he like holds them hostage or something like that. I think. I think. I mean, the Joker <laughs> kills people. I mean, that's, and I think that's part of what bothers. I, I people. I think he holds them hostage and he kills Jim Gordon's wife. Something like that. It's yeah. It's something. But I mean, you nature. think about like the nineteen. 19- 89 Batman, where he he floods the whole museum with poisonous gas just to get yeah. to Vicky Vale. Yeah. You know, it's not visceral like Joker is, but they all fall face down in their food and die. Well, and he, he kills people, but it's not like this. He kills people, but it's almost there's humor behind it. This yeah. is just like a psychotic, I'm just going to fucking kill you and then it's, laugh about it. Like, it's, it's fun. not. It's fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, with, with other Jokers, it's just like, you know, there's a, like, that funny aspect to it with this it's that psychopathic aspect to it like he they're both psycho don't get me wrong but this is more prevalent psycho than funny the other ones are more funny than psycho well and part of this one is is unlike other jokers who kind of kill indiscriminately yeah in a way in this one he only kills people that deserves it for the most part you know he kills the guys attacking him he kills the guy who gave him the gun so it sort of worked and more to that hero angle. And I like the perception too, like, well, he shot three young, you know, yeah. white Wall Street guys. He's like, they were pieces of shit. He just didn't, know, just didn't see what they were. <laughs> yeah, fuck have been them. Fucking yeah. with me. Yeah. Somebody, somebody said the most unbelievable thing about it is that three white guys from uh, Wall Street would know that many words to send in the clowns. Right. <laughs> uh, okay. So worst thing, I think, you- I think Joker like blows up the world in one of the comics too at some point. So I mean he can't top that. <laughs> Next, <laughs> he beat uh, well. He beat Jordan Todd or Jason Todd. Jason Todd to death. Yeah, with a crowbar. Yeah. With a crowbar, he beats the shit out of Robin until he dies. Uh, and then I mean the paralyzes killing, uh, the killing Barbara. joke. The killing joke. He just knocks on the door and Barbara answers it. He pops her right through the the middle of the abdomen and can't argue with that one either. Mm-hmm. But that's not even the end of what he does. Like he undresses Barbara and takes all kinds of pictures of her. And then he fucking takes Jim uh, uh, Gordon into this like fun house. coaster ride or whatever. Yeah, I mean, he, he's got all these pictures of her and he's still, like torturing him. Like, and he's got him naked and he's having the midgets beat him and shit. So, I mean, like, there is some crazy shit that the Joker's done. I mean, the I mean the comic books really touch on how fucking crazy he is. I need I need to revisit it because uh, Joker had his own series, his own comic series. It only went like nine uh, uh, issues, and I've got them all. I need to sit down and relook at them again. But they said, you know, like how do we how do we write a comic series about a villain who 
kill somebody in every comic. Right. Because you know? so even you... even the other other villains don't usually tend to kill people. I don't think you know they're doing or... their schemes. So if somebody dies, they yeah. die. Or Whereas, not as graphic yeah. with you know how Joker does it. Though. You know, and I like people brought that up that that's w- part of the antithesis of Batman and Joker. That's why Batman won't kill anybody. It's because Joker kills yeah. everybody. Right. You know? Right. And I think I think maybe that's what some people are missing from this is that the the mythology of everything where this is just a down and dirty specific Joker or just story. one side mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. It's a it's a. It's a dream inside of a man's head. It's I, 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 like I said, I just appreciate DC because Marvel wouldn't do something like this. Not at all. You know, not at all. So I appreciate, you know, DC, you know, saying, eh, we don't really care about continuity too much. If we want to do something else, we just do something else. If we want to make a sort of prestige award movie, we'll make one of those too. Well, DC is supposed to be dark, anyways. Yeah. DC's always dark, and they always should be dark and gritty like it always has been. Rob's laid back like, yeah, DC is dark. Yeah, yeah, I mean, dark it, DC, dark, dark, dark comics. Dark. Come on. I know. Hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm stretching here. All right. So that's all we have for you this week. Well, we didn't get like a consensus, though. Your your take on Joker was? It's just, I mean, it's okay. I enjoyed it. I give it the thumbs up. I, I liked it for what it was. Definitely it was. go see it. Yeah. yeah. Get your own opinion. But like I said, that's all we have for you this week. Stay tuned next week. I think we're going to watch Reanimator 1 and 2 during the day. Uh, Anybody's more than welcome to come. Not, you know, anybody. Anybody at this table. (laughs) Oh, clarify. Clarify clarify that. Anybody at this table. Hey, these are people come over. Hit them DMs. I'll give you the address. No. (laughs) Dude, like 15 cars. Hey, we came to watch Reanimator. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Call to action. (laughs) Call to action. Share the show on your profiles. Let people know you're listening. Just get one person to listen, and from there, they'll get another person to listen. And we will have Rob Zilla back next week, bearing there's no more illnesses. Nope. Maybe. You can't guarantee it. I can't guarantee it, but he is scheduled to be here next week. I'm a so. fragile manatee. That's all we have for you. It's endangered species. Yeah. Watch some motherfucking scary movies, and let us know what you're watching, and we might just watch it and talk about it. So, until next week, we'll see you later. Thanks for listening to the Sleazy Podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and remember, listen to Sleazy.